Welcome to Community Alcohol. Please follow us, like and subscribe, or whatever this needs to to happen. This is not a YouTube channel, but follow us and uh, check us out for all of the new episodes we post once a week. Uh, that is on Twitter at c o m m alcohol at com alcohol community alcohol. Oh, Jesus Christ! Or send us an email at at community alcohol podcast at gmail dot com. Community alcohol. <laughs> We're always looking for your stories so that we can discuss them here. I don't even give a fuck about your stories. Oh, my God. We love you very much. Just play the intro, please. Okay. I'll play it. (laughs) You might say that they're two peas on a pod. You might say that they're children of God. Well, pull up a chair. It's community So we actually have some really great meats and snacks for today's podcast, which the listeners are not going to be able to indulge in, but we've got it because my girl right now is, she is, um, uh, what is you, what are you, penance, right? There's like, there's a price to pay. She's paying penance through meats and cheeses. (laughs) That's the whitest shit I ever heard in my life. Because we, well, she's white. And so we right. had a disagreement, and it, it was an argument, and she knew that she was in the wrong. So now she has brought us all of these meats and cheeses. It's a char- and here we are. charcuterie Dude. apology. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. That is some white shit. Sorry we took your land. Now we have Thanksgiving. <laughs> Why has charcuterie turned into such a thing recently? I don't know. White people love trends. Like <laughs> White people with money love like, oh, no thing. Like mimosas were hot for a while. Like back in 20, 20, 20, 01. Shit, I, okay. 2001. Okay. I don't know. I just remember there was a time when I would date women. They'd be like, we should get mimosa. It's, I think it's a good excuse though for like having girl on girl. No, not action. Girl, girl, girl time. That's what I meant. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Go drink. I drink mimosas. They're amazing. I get heartburn, but I do it. Yeah. I fucking, I enjoy a mimosa and I enjoy a conciliatory Cheese and meat platter, right. and I'm real nervous upon the, upon the usage of that word. You know, I, th- I think it's good for women to have that, that uh, girl-on-girl action when it comes to just having friends. Because uh, as we've talked about, like in off, off the, the podcast, we've talked about um, girls always being prey. You know, oh, we've talked yeah. about like how, how there are women out there who they just want to run down the street. Right, no. Right, they want to go for a jog. Valid. And every single guy is like honking at them or like even <laughs> everyone. Even, you well, bitch, get inside or I'll fuck you. <laughs> but even even inside their car, yeah. like they might just through their tinted windows just Dude. take a glance. Oh there God. is no there there are very few points in their lives where they are just not being ogled. Here's a prime example know? of that. And what made me really like I think we talked about this on an episode before, so I'll make it brief. But Having to plan your road trips yeah. around when there will be daylight. <laughs> I don't remember that, you saying that. That's a woman-centric thing where yeah. I was like, at first I was like, that's kind of dumb. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, it's dumb? And I was like, well. Now I get it. Not now if I, I was, it. you know, 5'1 right. yeah, and, and 100 pounds. And you, you glance down, you look at their butt and you say, okay. 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That. Like I what drew me in will probably draw others. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. No. Yeah. So it's so let, so let me ask you, do you think that, do you think it's, it's a better characteristic to have as a man to be like cool with your girl, like getting hit on by other dudes? Do you, do you think like, Hey, this is how I should be. I should be like, um, hey man, that's just what happens because guys want to be all up in that, and I should be proud of that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You should be a real chill black guy about it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> because like, you hey, know that's what he wouldn't do at all. Right? Isn't is what that... you fucking looking at, motherfucker? <laughs> Whoop your ass! Right? It's two different sides of the same coin. Yeah. How well, much trouble are we getting in for those two accents we just did? <laughs> like you probably won't get in any, but I'm in hot water. You are the one who who labels it. Okay, it could have been anybody. Right? Well, I had to. So everyone knew okay. that it wasn't me. So, <laughs> I didn't start this. Okay, so are you cool enough to be the dude that's like, hey, baby, you're going to get hit on all the time, but as long as you come home to eat, ain't no, ain't no thing. Wow. How, you know? how mature of them? No, I couldn't. I feel like my worry isn't so much that like, oh, she might fall in love with this other guy. It's like, this guy's going to try and take her like she's a prize-winning turkey or some shit. Yeah. out of my yard like he's yeah. gonna try and steal this woman from the safety of not just like me and her being in a relationship but her own like i'm by myself i'm going to my car he's like, i'm gonna take you i'm gonna do stuff you know like he's a well, monster that's a different thing though but i, I associate the two it, well i mean that's like if a, a man if a man sees a woman in a relationship and he's like i'm still gonna try to me he's like i mean it's not really rape like, I think he's that kind of oh, guy. I think I he's that type saying. of person where he can make an excuse. He's like, well, she was asleep, so I didn't really get a firm answer, you know? So, uh, I see. So, he wasn't respectful enough of the fact that he saw her in a relationship. He sees one boundary and he goes, meh. But at what point do you hold her accountable for, like, uh, indulging in that? Okay. If she's like, I really like the way you're hitting on me. Yeah. Then you can go, What? Or if she's like touching right. him, yeah, and then she's like jerking him off a little <laughs> You're bit. You're so funny, and yeah. then under the table, yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah. really feel like the line is pretty, like it's drawn in the sand. We know where it is, but we get yeah. nervouser the closer people walk the line. Yeah. So because if somebody walks up to the line, it. you almost feel like, how would you even make me freak out about this? How <laughs> dare you? Right. So everyone has different thresholds. For me, yeah. Yeah. like I customarily will date women who walk the line. Really? Because I'm the type of person who also walks the line. <laughs> and that's why we coexist. Now, I'm not saying everyone I've ever been with has been like, when a man hits on me, I go, he, 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 you know, because everyone's different. But yeah. I mean, when girls hit on me, I usually go, he, 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 I'm gay. Or he, 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 they know I'm not. I can't lie about it. And then I just let them do it. And then I yeah. leave eventually. Like, okay. Because I don't have it in me to be like, you fucking bitch, leave me alone. Yeah. Maybe I should be that way. It just doesn't, I don't, I'm not struck the same way. So like okay. if a woman is, is hit on, it's aggressive. She doesn't normally have the physical control to be like, I'm getting out of here. Like a man would, like a woman's not going to what beat me up and take my dick from me. <laughs> Give me that shit. You pussy. She called me a P word. It's, it's time for you to, to be able to tell a woman, say, Thank you. I appreciate I appreciate the compliment. Sure. But I got a girlfriend, so I got Sure, I absolutely. And that's the right. easiest. And, and I'm just saying like in instances where I was single and I was like, I could lie, but she's going to figure oh, it I out. See. I right. See. So yeah. I try to figure out other ways. But I think for women, it's like. Oh, like these guys don't take no for an answer. Well, they do. Because well, men are like, you work up this courage and you build this person up in your head and you finally go and you talk to her or you're just drunk. Yeah. Or you're just drunk. 
And then you go speak to the woman, and then she goes, not only no, but fuck you. And and you know And your funny? soul shatters. Yeah. It's fucking funny that um we have this this kind of uh culture of toxic max- masculinity where we actually have uh, a phrase in uh in our American culture that a woman is playing hard to get. We have a phrase that says she wants it, but she's pretending like she doesn't. Okay. That's exactly what that means. Yes, but you know where that comes from? Me either. Anyway, so... <laughs> no, so I, I legitimately have not done the research. Yeah. So that's why I asked you first, but I'm going to speculate real hard. Right? We got phones with the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at that shit. No, I'm going to look it up. Look it up. But while I'm, <laughs> Look it up while I'm talking about it. So I'm going to speculate while you do fact finding, because that's how a real good, methodically done podcast with okay. adult males... Anyway, right. so I think a lot of it stems from like old world culture where the man would have to like come and solicit the woman via the parents, okay. but he would call upon the woman, doth thou hearst mine call, ma, madame, or whatever the fuck they call and it. And then she's like, I, she kind, goes, of I kind of hear it, but he was drafting near me window. Or, I don't know why she's British and he's just American. I'm John Smith and I want to bang. So... And I think that like old world traditions of like how you like coaxed a woman out, like all of it was like there was no prostitution or people were like, that's how you get scurvy dick or whatever you get. (laughs) And so it's like turned into this song and dance with trying to get a woman. So historically, the man has always had to approach the women. I think I've said this before that it should be switched and that the woman should let the man know and the man should shut the fuck up and stay the fuck away from women forever until they approach you. If they want you, they'll let you fucking know. But, but I think because of that old world shit that we had before, there's a lot of women who are like, "You, if he, he'll let me know, he'll come talk to me. Hopefully, yeah. he comes talk to he comes to talk to me. But also, I don't want him to think I'm easy, like stupid. That's I, I, I'm going to call it stupid because I think it's stupid. But it, it's 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 probably why people think that. But I think I think what's really difficult about that is that there are a lot of women who enjoy being chased. Yeah, and so. There are a few women who would probably play hard to get because they want to be chased. Dude, and so it play only hard reinforces. To get. Men play hard to get all the time. They go, I like this attention, but I'm not drunk enough to sleep with you right now. And that's okay. a full well, way of doing that. It's I like I take the attention on. You take the attention is on. That, is that playing hard to get though? or is That's that what just, they call it. Is that just like pumping up my ego? Because I have done that before. Yeah. And that's and what and women will do it too. You and I have talked about this offline that like there have been times where I've been with a woman and I have inflated my own ego with her affections, right? Like yes. she has been like, yes. you're, you know, you're this and you're that. And um, I'm enjoying my, my evening with you. And I'm yeah. just like soaking it all in. Yeah. And then when Wait, it, with girls you don't like though. Right. Okay. I mean, and then when it comes time to like uh, seal the deal, so to speak, um, I just become flaccid. Okay. I become very loose, like yeah. a, uh, a rolled up towel. Damn. <laughs> Pretty big penis. That's not what I meant. I Become did. loose like a 12-inch elephant trunk. Like a two-by-four that uh, the biggest that thing left in the rain. That was ever limp. <laughs> was my penis. That's not what I meant. I meant like like I become flaccid and because my my heart isn't in agreement with right. my mind. Most men like do that too, but they're like, but also sex is fun and I've had enough to drink to make this work. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of guys are like that. Right. So I think I've had the opposite problem where like I didn't like a girl, 
and I'd been on dates before and I didn't want the attention. Yeah. But I was, I didn't have the self-esteem to be like, you're not good enough. <laughs> because who in the world ever says that? That's crazy. Yeah. You don't have to say it though. Because that's not the truth. It's just like, I'm not feeling you. And then they go, I'm not good enough. And that's what they hear. But, but. Don't you think that there's probably something deep down inside you that is saying they're not good enough? Because let's be honest with ourselves. Let's be honest with ourselves. We have every single one of us, every listener, every everybody who's been on dates, we have dated people that we know are not good enough for us. And I think good enough is such a fucking like harsh term because it implies that these people are they do not meet a requirement that's like almost yeah. like a societal standard when really it's just like a personal like yes. this is what i like in a person so i think there's a better way to say it okay. like that's why i say like i'm just not feeling this person like the way that i need to feel about a person to do this stuff with yeah i don't feel about you right but i, I don't know what to do about that. that you did that anyway i thought that was the whole point of well, your... the point is that i would feel that and then be like if i tell her she'll die so i would just not tell her and then do a thing i didn't want to do with a person <laughs> i didn't want to do it with because that's what being weak is <laughs> so i've been in a situation like that as yeah. i've said and the problem that i find is that uh quite often and this please exclude every single person who's listening to this but quite often that woman want something from me and i don't necessarily mean money or or any physical object but she obviously wants some sort of relationship or something well she wants more than just a like we're gonna hook up tonight right that's it and and as a man i have to be conscious of that and i have to be able to say i know that in the morning i'm ready to leave right or i'm and she's like breakfast yeah and yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. So I have to stop it now, even in my drunken state. hundred percent. I feel like that's a good way, a good, a good lesson to teach your sons. Like if you have parents, <laughs> Hey, if you don't like her, don't go to breakfast with her at all. Cause that sends mixed signals for sure. How do you teach that to your kids? Um, well, you teach like how to be tactfully honest because a lot of Americans are just like, I say the words that I know. And then they're all mean. Right? But they but they only say that they only say that whatever comes to their mind online. Right. But they also say it to people in times of duress. Like if you're having That's a breakup, true. they're like, you were a whore anyway. That's why you're a man left you last time. Like I've seen people do it on Facebook. So I yeah. know they do it in person. You know, like it's just they say when they get put in a position where they feel attacked, they say awful things. Did you ever see that video of the guy this was during uh last year uh depending on when you're listening to this this was in 2020 there you go um the the guy who was at costco and he was so upset that they they made him wear a mask that he laid down on the ground and he literally threw a tantrum oh man and he laid down i was hoping you were gonna say he shit himself (laughs) because that would have been the appropriate response and then i went (laughs) yeah he can you imagine being able to do that on command? Anyway, so he like out of <laughs> anger. What a weapon! What a weapon, right? Motherfucker pissed me off, so I shit on his car. I, shit on- <laughs> I didn't even know if it was a car. I did it. <laughs> um, so he threw a tantrum on the ground, um, like, and like a kid went on purpose. Yeah, like he he laid down, and and it, the reason that it was obvious that he was acting like a child is because he laid, he sat down with his legs out straight. Like just out in a V shape, 
had his arms crossed. And that's exactly how my five-year-old looks when he's very upset about something. This is like a 55-year-old man. Yes, it was a grown adult. Okay, now now for a second, imagine that's your dad. (laughs) And you found out by like watching the news. (laughs) (laughs) Because is he going to come home and tell you... Can you believe what happened at Costco? I'm like, I can't believe you're my dad. (laughs) That's what I would say. I would be so embarrassed. And those of you that have listened to this podcast before know I've got a wild dad. So this is some top tier shit. Yeah. So you've talked about your dad a few times. Well, both your dads. I got a couple dads. You've got you've got two it's a, dads. It's a uniquely white problem. Now. It's not unique. A lot of a lot of people have divorced parents, right? Like, isn't it like how many, half of America? Yeah, but how many dads do you have? <laughs> I have three. I have three people that I have to call on Father's Day. You've talked about your dads before, and <laughs> and. You made me feel like, like there was one of them that you liked, and then, <laughs> and then after, after, like offline, you and I were talking about it, and I find out you hate both of them. I don't hate both. I said both. You hate both of them. I'm sorry. You, I don't. You don't. You dis. You're not affectionate toward either one. Man. Okay. So listen. <laughs> All right. So my mom and my dad split when I was like three. Right. Okay. So my mom and my dad met at a party and they were like, you're hot. And my mom was like, oh no. And then, <laughs> and then after that, they made She's a, very they made a baby, which is ridiculous. Right? right. They went, we should make a kid. They didn't say that, but it's what they did. So I, I'm just like, no one does it on accident. So <laughs> my dad was 21. Right. Oh and I think God. about how real smart I was at 21. Yeah. I was making all the right decisions. Right. Real mature too. Yeah, uh, and then my mom was like, "For sure, having this kid." Like, I I was a candidate for abortion. And she was like, "Nah, just no, <laughs> just no." Like, not even like didn't think about it. Was just like, "Nah, yeah. we should probably have this kid with this guy I barely know." Jeez. So they lasted like three years, and then my dad was like, "All right, well, this kind of sucks, <laughs> so I'm gonna go." And then I didn't see him again until I was like eight. So from like three to eight, I didn't see my dad. That's like, that's some dickhead shit, right? And when I found out why, when I was older, he's like, she's crazy. (laughs) Why'd you leave me with her? (laughs) You know, like if you thought that. So my stepdad came into my life when I was eight, right? Okay. So So five years, that's a good time for your, that's a good amount of time for your mom to heal and decide to move on and like, okay, I'm going to start dating some other people. You would think. Okay. (laughs) That's what the normal person would think. Okay. So my stepdad is from Alabama, right? Okay. So he sounds like this when he talks. Man, I don't know. He's out cruising the boulevard or something. Like when yeah. my friends would call, that's what he would say. <laughs> cruising the boulevard, 1998. Like I would tell other, hey dad, if my friends call, just tell them I'm cruising the boulevard. All right, I'll tell them just like that. Like that's what he did. <laughs> so they would report it back to me. Yeah. So he's also, so he's Japanese. So he sounds like oh Boomhauer, but he Japanese looks... Japanese from Alabama. Right. So when you see him, you're like, there's a Japanese guy. And then he goes, hey, let me tell you a racist <laughs> joke. It's like he's been possessed by like a racist spirit. Like a Confederate soldier goes, this is mine now. <laughs> he's not even a person. What do you care? Right? Yeah. Like he's racist. So he's like, I'll pick yeah. a Japanese one. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah. So... My 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 dad was just like I'm not around, and my stepdad was around in a way that I was like I wish he wasn't. So, oh. <laughs> so he would just show up and be like, "Hey, did you do this?" And I would go, "Yeah, I did do this thing you asked me to." And he goes, "I didn't ask you this other thing, but it's what I meant, so it's a lie." And an example would be, "Did you take the trash out?" 
Right. And I would say, yes, I did take the trash out. And he'd be like, <laughs> fucking liar. And then he beat the shit out of me because what he meant is, did I take the trash out? And also restock all the bags in the trashes uh, around the house. Yeah. It's a trick question. Now he gets to beat a kid. <laughs> so, so, okay. In your opinion, do you think that corporal punishment is a beneficial, um, I guess, way to discipline your children because you mean we, is it a good tool for rearing a future human being yeah because we i mean there are a lot of people in this country right now that are very very much pro corporal punishment because they love to be like this is the way i grew up and look how i turned out yeah that's and, always the popular one right yeah. like i got hit and now i vote to the right <laughs> that's why you got hit yeah. you know what i mean like it's like to me it's okay i don't have kids and i'm not going to have kids because I'm a fucking monster, right? <laughs> and that's not really my parents' fault. I think it was just because two people who had severe mental health issues hooked up one night and then went, let's keep it, right? That's so, so hot. <laughs> <laughs> right? I get it. I totally, same person. So. No, for sure. Right? You meet somebody with the same mental disabilities right. that you, do you have want to do bar. something not biblical? And you're like, <laughs> yeah, my parents would hate it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, my God. And so, God hated sodomy. But God. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's a good thing I came out of the butt. God hated sodomy. He's a butt baby. Is that what they mean? His dad's not here. He's a butt baby. <laughs> That's why he got that stepdad. Is that where it happened? Or are we just creating a horrible... He's a butt baby. We're writing like a bully's fucking handbook right now. Like, tell them this. It'll oh, hurt their feelings. Oh, God. No, so corporal punishment was most of my life. Now, I did wild shit as a kid. Okay. When I was... S no, I was nine. I tried to run away from home by stealing a go-kart out of my neighbor's garage <laughs> that I didn't know how to drive or start with a friend. And our intention was to take the things that we gathered from our rooms, yeah. which was like mostly like toys and boom boxes and clothes <laughs> and sell those things and then work at the post office. That is so cute. Because we were both getting fucking beat at the house. That's adorable and sad at the it's same time. It was an escape attempt and I yeah. went to jail. <laughs> I was like, anything but here. And then the cops were like, we got ourselves a juvenile delinquent. We got to put him in a system. So I went to first offenders program because of corporal punishment. I do find that people that believe in that sort of stuff are very, very disciplinarian oriented yeah. where they want you to understand consequences. They don't want you to, to have like a great life. They just want you to avoid... <laughs> Want you to I'm avoid. To <laughs> they want. They you don't to. want you to prosper and be happy. Am I wrong? Though? Fuck you is what I'm trying to say. They just don't want you to get in trouble. No, I just I don't believe that's that, all though. it is. No, I think it's. They don't want you to get in trouble. They don't have time for your shit. Okay. You got two parents. I had two parents. Yeah. There's no reason why their efforts combined couldn't be like maybe we should stop hitting. You know. Like, <laughs> Every solution was like, use the pot. You know, it was different things to hit me with. Throw them against the wall. Like, <laughs> oh I'm a child. I'm, I'm not a wrestler. Like, how really am I going to beat him today? Like, I was a difficult puzzle to solve. Like, <laughs> I'm going to take him to judo. Like, come on, man. Like, that was yeah. a step in the right direction, but you're just throwing me around still. So, yeah. the big thing was like, I could tell that they felt disrespected by the fact that I was like, what about what I want to do. Oh, and they're like, fuck, wow. what, fuck you. You're lucky you're here. I'm like, I didn't ask for that though. You know? And parents, I think parents who hit their kids do it because they were hit. 
and yeah. they don't think about the level of complexity and they don't think about the layers. When you yeah. hit a kid, the domino effect. So you're teaching your kid that not only is there an adversarial relationship between the parent and the child, because that's how I looked at my parents, yeah. like prison guards, Yeah. right? I couldn't wait to get out. And now when they get sick and they have to go to an old folks home, <laughs> I'm not going to pay for it. <laughs> I will. I'm going to because yeah. I'm not a monster. But I thought about not doing it. Yeah. Seriously. And you, you still might like give a little well, fucking nudge and then just pay like I'm not close with them. Of it yeah. Like, like if they died, I'd be like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like just I don't feel that same connection because of that. And that's their bad. But really, it's because their parents did that to them. I have a lot of people in my life that um, I'm not a sadist or anything. But if they passed away, like I wouldn't really be all that upset about it. I just you know? think it's impossible. You're okay. So it's impossible to feel that level of connection with a lot of people. And if you do weird, like <laughs> if it's genuine, like how do you yeah. have that much of yourself to give to that many there, people? Oh, there are really good people. I love there. you more than anything. And they're like, <laughs> you said that to like seven other people. And trust me, as somebody who feels love for a lot of people, yeah, there's, there's maybe a handful, like five people where I'm like, I would really give you my kidney. Like even you, like if you're like, how can I get a kidney? I'd be like, ah, you ask anybody else. Yeah. As I look into my, yeah, uh, I'm fine. I'm, yeah. I'll be fine. But thank we'll you. See. I appreciate the offer. I mean, we'll see how this but, podcast goes. Maybe we'll get a kidney out of it. Let's go back to corporal punishment. I don't, I don't believe in it. Um, I've got three kids as they've probably heard. The listeners have probably heard, but I, I've got three kids and we don't practice corporal punishment in my household. By we, I mean myself. I am a single father and you're right. It gets very, very stressful when you're going throughout your day and like you talked about work and, and you've got things yeah. going on and all of a sudden your kid shits his pants in Walmart. And yeah. the one thing that you really have to consider is that what I do right now might affect that kid in 20 years. It does. Right. It's like you said, it's a domino effect. Yeah. And so you need to be able to drop down to a knee and hug your child because they do not want to shit themselves. Yeah. They don't want to be embarrassed in, fr- in, in in the middle of a yeah. store. They're not trying to make your lives harder. Yeah. They also, are just a kid who doesn't. They're not going to remember that. There's they, no way they're going to remember that. They will remember it if yeah. if you handled it appropriately. Yes. Okay. If you handle it negatively, they will also remember yes. it and they will learn to lie to you. Yes. And they will shit their pants in private. That is super true. That's actually super true. So yeah. that's, I guess that's what I'm trying to say about corporal punishment. I feel like there's a time... Like, I feel like people are a variety of different combined variables that make a person. So you can't just be like, well, I hit Jimmy and he responded. So when I hit Sally, why is she a bitch about it? Like, they're not the same person. You can't do the same things to them. You have to treat them different, but that's hard because the kids go, why do you treat Sally different than me? Like, well, you keep trying to cut the dog's tail off and Sally just got a C. So, you know what I mean? So like, I get that, but at the same time, I feel like, a lot of the corporal punishment shit is like, what's the quickest way to solve this problem? What is yeah. the, the, the quickest solution? And a lot of parents feel almost like my, I felt this way about my parents. I shouldn't say a lot of parents. When I say a lot of parents, I mean my parents, right? This is how I was. Cause raised. I don't yeah. know parents except for you. <laughs> and so I'm really like, I'm trying to like, a demon feels like this. Trust me. Yeah. So my parents acted as if I was doing things to them on purpose. Like mm. I thought we were in this, like it was a betrayal. Like yeah. I would make a kid mistake and they'd be like, how could you think this was okay? And I'd be like seven. Yeah. And then I'm also stunted from the years of beatings from before. Cause that's what it does. When you hit your kid, it emotionally stunts them. 
yeah. because their fight or flight kicks in. They're not as observational. They're more like feral. I was a weird kid because my, my mom was constantly like, hit, and then also yeah. apologize for hitting. And then it created this weird like cyclical thing where it's like, she's going to hit me. She'll apologize for me or to me for it. She'll hug me. I'll feel better. And now the women I date are broken. <laughs> You know what I mean? You got to think yeah. about what you're right. doing. No, they, they fuck you up. And yep. then as soon as they apologize, you're back in. Right. And, and now, now you're, you're like, staying in this I like this. It's yeah. like a drug. It's yeah. like the super high where you're like the, the lowest low. Oh, my mom hates me. She's everything. I love you so much. You're yeah. my sweetie. And she hugs you. And then everything's okay. I, I think one of the reasons that I have, I, I feel like I'm doing it okay. I feel like I'm doing okay as a single father. Okay. And one of the reasons is possibly because of what we talked about on the last episode, which is I am an interrogator, right? And so to me, honesty is, ex it's extremely important. Right. And so I, I, I try to impress upon my kids that I don't care what you do, come and tell me, come and talk to me about it. So like, I think about stuff like, like shitting your pants in the middle of Walmart. My kids have spilled milk. And I've told them, like, I've really embraced that idea of don't cry over spilled milk. It's just fucking milk, man. Yeah. Well, because you're going to spill it. it as an adult. And you want the yeah. kid as an adult to, like, hit himself, you know? Because, I mean, <laughs> but, like, we're laughing, but, like, yeah. I know people yeah. that do shit like that. Right, because if, if you hit your kid for spilling their milk, which is an accident. They're not trying sure. to spill milk in front of sure. you. If you hit them for that, like I said, the only thing that's going to do is next time, if they spill some milk... They're going to get some dirty clothes and they're going to come over here and try and mop it up 100%. without you knowing. Man. And then and uh, and then they didn't clean it up right because they're kids. And so later on, a week later, you start there's this funky smell in the yeah. corner of your house and you don't know what the fuck's going on. There's dried milk on the kid's shorts that he stuffed in the laundry basket. Right. And you didn't even know. And then you're just accusing him of way grosser stuff. Yeah. Like, is that milk or glue? <laughs> You fucking degenerate. So so what what Hare is referring to is a story that I told him <laughs> off of this podcast. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, okay, so, so quick backstory. We recorded a whole hour and 40 minutes before this, and then I accidentally deleted it trying to edit. Yeah. And now we're so we're starting over. I'm making callbacks to yeah. stuff that we didn't record, so now he has to explain it. I'm sorry. <laughs> so okay, so the story that I was telling is that there was a time where I was like 15 years old. And as as you know, 15-year-old boys are disgusting. We we are horrific yeah. humans. And uh, <laughs> there was a point where I was taking my, billow, my pillowcase and I would remove the pillowcase from the pillow and I would come onto the pillowcase, right? Like I would jerk off and then yeah. all over it's the like pillowcase. It's like a homeless man's solution to your yeah. problem. Like no forethought of the future at all. Oh, it doesn't matter what happens to me anyway. I'd have to use this. Who cares about the future? Right, wake up with scratches all over the face right. because it dried into a oh, Jesus. hard crust. You slept on it? No, okay, so real no. quick. When you nutted into your pillowcase, yeah. you put it back on your pillow? No. Okay. Holy crap. Because I was like, yeah, I was a savage, but you yeah. were different. Yeah, no, it was my brother's pillow. I put it back on there. It was just fine. But, Everything uh, tastes like Deems has come. <laughs> what? That's a very odd statement. Of course it is. Brother? Brother? Um, <laughs> Does he fucking so, live with Hulk Hogan? Um, <laughs> so my mom is doing the laundry one day, and 
to just absolutely save me from the worst kind of embarrassment. She holds it up in the middle of the house and she's like, oh, very strange. Someone poured glue all over this (laughs) pillowcase. And that is one of the most memorable moments of my childhood. I guess childhood, right? My teenagehood? I mean, you're not an adult. Yeah. If you were like 25, I'd be like, this is a different conversation. (laughs) Because my mom was being sensitive to the fact that like, oh, I'm, I'm growing and being a disgusting boy. You know, and I, I think, look, in, in a way that's kind of like beautiful as a parent, because she didn't she didn't approach it directly and say, hey, stop coming all over the pillowcases. If you really want to come, I'll get you some yeah. some uh, Kleenex. That would have been some Catholic shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> Sin. No, no. I mean, just like I accept what you're doing, but let's do it in a more productive way. Sure. You know, well, I um, mean. So the way you paint the picture is that like everyone's at the dinner table in your family <laughs> and then your mom's like, well, they're going to find out one way or another, better soften the blow, right? Yeah, yeah. When in my mind, I'm like, she could have just saw it and went gross and then put it into the, the washer or and then burned it. no, nothing, right? Yeah. Or burned it. Yeah. And then come to you silently and be like, if you fucking come <laughs> on those pillowcases again. I'm going to tell all your friends. I imagine that in the middle of the night, it's 2 a.m. and I just hear whispering in my ear, if you fucking come on the goddamn pillowcase again, I'd be like, what? You can tell how my mom did things (laughs) in comparison. I will show all of your friends your porn collection. Your mom was like a hitman. Oh, well, like an extortionist. My mom was raised by uh, a Nazi youth. So (laughs) my Oma was a Nazi youth and her dad was an SS officer who was a ca- who was captured oh, during shit. the war and held captive the whole time, treated really well, and then he the war ended and he goes, all right, now that I'm done trying to kill Jews, I'm gonna go make beer, and then he did that and made lots of money. Wow. Yeah. And then so then my oma, or my grandma, German grandma, yeah, was uh, very rich and well to do, and in a family full of people who are like Jews aren't even people. Wow. And then that woman was, I'm gonna marry an American guy who was my grandpa, and then they had kids, and she goes, I hate girls. We should have boys only. And then my mom was born. <laughs> Why is he messed up? Why is he messed up? Right? So, like, you have to dig into your yeah. family's shit yeah. when you're trying to figure out your own shit. Yeah. So your mom doing that stuff in, in comparison to what could have been done, yeah. not that bad. Not no, that bad. I, I don't But also, could have been better. Well, I mean, she's also, she's also the same woman who, for Christmas when I was 14... In my Christmas stocking, gave me a box of condoms. That's a cool mom. That's yes. not even close to what I thought you were going to say. Like, <laughs> slapped me in the face and no. told me I was nothing. You know, you no, know. I mean, that's, was, that's great. She was like, "I know that you're going into high school now, yeah. and here is you're very charismatic too." Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she knew that. Yeah. So, like, she was like, "You gonna get some?" Yeah. So some girl's gonna be well like, "You wanna come over and watch Clarissa explains it all." You know, it's it's interesting that you say that because because, <laughs> because we were born a thousand years ago. <laughs> no, so okay, so so let's discuss this. Okay, let's discuss this. How and when? Where? What are the details of when you lost your virginity? Because wow. I think we're all curious about that. Because about me losing yeah, my virginity, I, I think it's very obvious that you're an unusual person. You come from a very. Um, interesting background okay and so like to understand your mindset when all of this happened okay i think it's interesting so first off thank you for calling me unusual (laughs) most of my life i've spent wondering like how the fuck do i look 
to yeah. other people? And that is a question I will legitimately ask people. And they're like, you're fine. And I'm like, shut up, man. Like, you hear me say shit. Like, yeah. I know it's not normal, but also I'm like, but this is me. Yeah. And as long as you're laughing, I'm like, well, at least it's not boring. You know, like. that's And that's, that's exactly what yeah. I would say. So when you say weird, is it like, ooh, keep your distance weird? And, and this is the this is people who are listening are like oh I get to witness him discovering how he's I don't know either I don't fucking know either because when I I walk around the gym and I just assume everybody sees like like an NPC <laughs> and for people who don't play role playing games yeah, that's a non playable yeah. character like oh he's like just nothing like I'm a, if, if Gray yeah. was a person like just very <laughs> not noticeable. Like my, it, my wife bought chickens and then she lost the chickens. Yeah. Please find my chickens yeah. for me. And then they see the tribal tattoo and they go, well, he's white trash for sure too, <laughs> but just gray white trash. Like just not. And it, in the gauges. Yeah. 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 Like he's got issues. He likes anime. He's very skinny. I can see his dick from here though. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That's definitely not the case. No. Yeah. But I mean, it's one of those things like I, I, I admire anybody who knows who they are who yeah. hasn't had anyone tell them yeah. and they can see just through their own actions and, and establish like as a person, I know the question is when did I fucking nut first, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, there's more to it. I didn't say when did you fucking nut first? Well, when did I nut it. because of a girl? Okay. Or when, you know what I mean? I don't with, when, How about with? When a girl was like, Alongside. I'm helping. Yeah. Along, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I remember the day, January okay. 5th, 2002. Oh my god! Which is also one of my best yeah. friend from high school's birthday. Don't write it down. Write down. I got. There's not notes. a math problem to solve after. <laughs> like, oh, if you connect the dots, this is why you are skinny. Like, there's no, there's no problem to solve. But I do. In closing, I do, <laughs> I do appreciate honesty. You said from, it was your best friend too. From friend, I didn't fuck my best friend. No, oh. I just said it was his birthday. Okay. Not that I did it because it was his birthday. It just was like, happy birthday, Rick. And then I left and went and fucked my girlfriend for the first time. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's a good birthday for Rick. Uh, sure. Because he gets to hear the, the, the story the next day. So I grew up in a small town in New Mexico okay. called Alamogordo, New Mexico. And I've sure. said this before. Oh. Uh, I was very religious when I was a teenager. And right. so I believed in God. I believed that you needed to wait until you were going to marry somebody to have sex. <laughs> but also I was like 17 and like, if I don't come in her... I'm gonna die. So I just like in my head, I couldn't accept that I had to wait till marriage. So I was like, we're gonna get married because I don't love anybody else. <laughs> I was 17. Yeah. We've been together like maybe six months. Oh my God. You're so stupid at 17. Do you really well, think this is gonna last forever? I mean, it didn't stop at 17, but yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. So dumb because I was 17. That's why. But then when I was like 25, people were like, oh, he's just stupid. Yeah. So uh, she had told me, like, oh, I'm a virgin. And I, it meant a lot to me. I went to church. Like, it meant a lot to me. Sure. And uh, and you were a virgin, too. Right. Obviously. But I at 15, yeah. I had be, like decided that God wasn't real. So two oh. years, I'm two years into my atheism, so I'm not super strong on it. Okay. I'm like, God can't kill me for coming in this sock. <laughs> so then, like, I'll just keep doing that. And, you know? but, but then you look up at the sky. You're not sure. You look up right. and you say, right? So I was like, but... If I fuck this girl before I'm married to her, I'm probably not getting into heaven. <laughs> like that was the thought I had as a 17 year old where I was like, I don't even, I didn't even think like you don't believe in him. Yeah. And Cause I knew it. Like I, I'd finally admitted to myself. Like I don't really believe in him. I'm yeah, just saying I, I'm keeping up an act because everyone here does. I was fucking girls because I was like, you know, heaven doesn't even sound that great. 
Oh, it sounds it awful. Sound like oh, fucking gates family, and people playing hard. And your friends. Boring. And your dogs. I'm like, <laughs> it sounds like it'll be a family reunion every day. I was like, I avoid those purposely. Yeah. So send me to hell with all the, tri- all the strippers because that's who I want to hang out. I remember I was, almost, I was almost Mormon at one point. Okay. Oh, I was a Jehovah's Witness. Oh, Jesus. All right. So, and I went through the, the, the like initiations, you know, where they hit you with the studded paddle. I'm kidding. That was a different I was sect. about to say, please tell more. That was a different set. They keep you out of the tabernacle during this. <laughs> And and they told me, you know, hell is if you don't go to heaven, you're going to stay on the celestial whatever. Uh, and and I'm surprised and they let here. you be Mormon and, because of, because Mormons are racist. <laughs> <laughs> they they prey on they prey on on people that don't know where they are, and so a lot of a lot of minorities don't know where they are. In right, life. but until yeah. like 1970, the Mormons were like right. black yeah. people yeah. are neutral in that's, the battle. That's a whole other episode, but my <laughs> it's not. It's just a comment. <laughs> Because I definitely don't want to do an episode trashing totally a, should. trashing Mormons yes, who have enough should. money to hire a lawyer Dude, to be like, shut up. We completely should. Yes. Okay. Well, I guess <laughs> we'll be doing that. You can see how so, easy it is to push me over. So anyway, they were saying that if, if you don't go to heaven, you'll stay on the celestial. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. And, and I was like, that right. doesn't sound bad because you stay on earth with all your fucking friends. It sounds pretty great. So they're like, if you don't, if you don't go to heaven, you don't go to hell either. You just chill in limbo and limbo is just like where all the video games are at. (laughs) So you have something to do. Like you have to haunt somebody with a console. Like, all right. Yeah. My, but are you like a spirit? Uh, I don't, I don't remember. I guess we will have to do an episode. Let's do, let's do some, (laughs) let's do some research. Do some research instead of just riffology. So we are going, we are going back to, uh, your, your first experience. Right. Okay. So you were with your girlfriend at the very time. first girlfriend yeah. that and we, were, we had said, I love you. Oh, oh fuck. And she was like, cute. I want to, I want us to lose our virginity together. And I was like, okay, that God, is so wholesome. just like God wanted. Right. So, yeah. um, I never slept with a girl. I had no concept of like penis size and like what that meant. Okay. So condom, we do it. And I, I, I'd heard from my other friends. They're like, dude, the first time you do it, you have got to take it slow. So that's all I thought in my head. Oh, you had good friends at that point. Yeah. Awesome friends. I was like the best friends in high school. But, and thanks to them, like I wasn't like the, the, I'm weird. I get that. But in my head, I'm not weird. So I'm like, oh, I'm normal. I'm just funny. And they're like, no, you're fucking weird. (laughs) So, so they told me that and I took that to the bedroom, right? So I'm like going slow. So I'm like creeping in, but like the way that like, I don't know, like you were handling a piece of like 15th century art. I was just like slowly like making my way into the entrance. <laughs> so imagine like 25 seconds of me entering the canal. Like like it's a shipping freighter and it can't go any faster, right? It's and she's just canal. staring at me and I'm like, I'm not saying anything because I'm so focused you're on nodding. going slow. You're nodding. Right? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Is this okay? Are you good? It, she's yeah. like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Like, okay. Are you, you doing it? Is it, is Does it hurt? <laughs> no. What? Why do you keep asking me that? <laughs> oh, and it, but so instead of going, oh, my friends told me it would hurt your first time. And then she would go, this isn't my first time. I go, my dick is small. <laughs> my dick is small. So I just, I went, bro. In my head, I was like, dick is small. And I just went, bah, 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 and just started yeah. going to try and get it out the way. Yeah. I was like, just finish really quick. And then the, don't tell anyone right so we do it it's normal it's i say finish really quick it's normal sex and i do it's probably like one two sorry about that first time yeah so and then 
Afterwards, she's like, okay, cool. And then I, okay, cool. <laughs> right. Like I got off and, and she was like, I, cause I remember like I, I, it happened. I happened in her, right. I was wearing a condom. I, <laughs> I was wearing a condom after I happened in her. I, and then, uh, that is, that is extremely Christian. Yeah. I, I told that story at work once <laughs> when I was like just joining the military. Like I was telling about the time that I found out like my high school girlfriend wasn't a virgin and I felt so cheated at the time. I don't feel that way now. Like yeah. I feel like it's stupid and that I cared about it. Um, I was trying to tell my boss who was like 32, I was 18. I was like, <laughs> so then I like, I happened in her and then, you know, and they're like, wait, what you happened in her? And these are, I'm telling this to adult military men who were like, he said, he said he happened in her. Like, this is like how weird I was. No way, I'm laughing about it right Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so then I go to the, I remember I run to the bathroom and I take the condom off and I was like, oh, my mom will find it in here. And it's like full of like just nervous cum. <laughs> so I remember I had to like tie it off on the end because it was so full of nervous cum. The cum is just vibrating. It was like, there's so much in there. Like there's not, like I don't do that anymore. But at the time it was just like a lot in there. So like my mom would just find this water balloon. She's like, what is it? So I had to like tie it up. Someone put glue in this water balloon. Yeah, dude. So I tied it up. And I remember like having a hard time tying it because I have no like no skill set at all. Like I remember taking the ASVAB test with the pulleys and shit. And I was like, I don't even fucking get this. I just guessed. So like tying a rubber (laughs) balloon condom in a knot was hard. Like almost, I almost went to her. I was like, can you help me? (laughs) So it took me a little while to go to the kitchen and then come back. So then I go to the kitchen. I dump it in the kitchen trash because it's bigger and I dump it like under stuff. So she won't ever find it. And so I go back and I'm like, I just had sex, (laughs) bro. I just had sex. And then as soon as I lay in the bed, she goes, I'm not a virgin. And I remember in my head going, oh, I don't have a small penis. And that's (laughs) all I cared about afterwards. Didn't care at all, at all, at all. It's, yes. yes vindication yeah it turned I mean, it all around for you I and do, now you are super secure but here's the thing i don't have a big <laughs> penis either so i have a very average sized penis and at my height it is disappointing to women who are like you'll have a it'll be big because you're skinny i'm like that ah, no i'm sorry not enough <laughs> testosterone so that was my first time that nobody cares about <laughs> It's super I'm, interesting though. But it's I think it's more interesting because I'm a narcissist that you're like, you're a weird guy. And the more people say that to me, I'm like, how do you like I didn't say weird, yeah, I you said did. unusual. You said you said weird. I said unusual. You said fucking weird shithead. <laughs> stupid. No, I'm just kidding. That's what I say. Right, that's what you heard. Yeah, for sure. That's what you heard. No, but I've heard it from other people. I'm like, well, you're like a weird guy. And I'm like, what? what? Well, to me, when you call somebody weird, it's it's kind of like um, dismissive. It's like I don't really want to know you very much because you're fucking weird. Well, weird. I don't like you. Weird to you me know? sounds like possesses the ability to like have an adult conversation. Like a weird guy. He's like, if I say when I say weird, I mean like well, he's like a weird guy. Like if you're like, hey man, that's stock market. He'd be like, I just thought about if butterflies were trucks, and you're like, what? <laughs> the fuck is this shit? It's weird. Like it doesn't. See, if somebody did that to me, I would say. You're fucking cool, man. Wow. You're the sort of people I want to talk to. <laughs> You're like, I hate politics. Let's talk about butterfly trucks. <laughs> Every conversation would be an adventure. Yeah, know? but you would never get any... Like, to me, it's like when you connect with somebody on an issue. Like, even just like something small. Like, oh, isn't it cool how we both like Voltron or some shit like that? 
like it doesn't matter it's like finding like shared interests with people and when you're trying to have a conversation with someone who's just like i just think it's weird that the earth is flat nobody's talking about it you know like that i can't fuck with that person because their version of reality right differs so greatly from mine no that that is very different and (laughs) and that is weird so when someone says weird guy i'm like i'm a flat earth guy like what the fuck I just don't know, like, nobody's like, I want to fuck the weird guy or marry the weird guy or date the weird guy or be friends with the weird guy. But the weird guy to me, what you're describing is what I imagine as the neck beard, right? Like, like the, <laughs> the neck beard has, has gained popularity the in the last beard. few years. Dude. Where saying neck beard, yeah. it's derogatory. Well, here's the thing, though. It's like, have you ever had a neck beard? No, I have not. Okay, so I've let my beard on my neck grow before, and yeah. every single time I'm like, that looks fucking gross. Yeah. So it's not derogatory. It just lets you know, like, oh, you don't care that you look gross. Right. <laughs> and that's exactly what it's it not means. derogatory. It's indicative <laughs> of a lack of effort from a human being, like, oh, it's actually, right. it's not a neck beard. <laughs> I don't have a neck. I was born without a shot. <laughs> Remember how we're talking about we can't say the F word anymore? No. F A. Oh, yes. Yeah. That F word. Yeah. Yeah. You can't yeah. say that. You no can't more. say that no more. No. Those are the people I used to call F words. Really? Yeah. In I've never, way? I've never said it about a homosexual person ever. Cause I think that's fucking awful, but I always say it about socially inept people who are just like, they were taking <laughs> a 15 minute break and they were supposed to be on a five minute break. So I had to tell the yeah. manager like, fuck you. See, I, I would use it in a way when somebody uh, like wanted to be friends with you or said something, <laughs> oh said God. anything complimentary at all. Oh You'd be God. like, F and F and, you know, something like that. That's such a different way to use I know, it was very different. Oh and that's the only way, the way we wield your words is fucking different, bro. That's crazy. I'm over here like just dismantling a person's soul and you're like, yeah, I just say it to my friends <laughs> when they're nice to me. Yeah. Well, it's funny because when I, when I was younger... We we would have a thing where um, if somebody gave you a compliment and like, hey man, you know what? I like your car. It's a cool looking car. Wait, are you talking about your car? Well, okay, yes, my car. Okay. But if somebody said that to me at at seventeen or so, my other friends would be like, suck his dick. <laughs> <laughs> Toxic masculinity. Yeah, exactly. That's what that is. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I got a piece so anybody. bad. Okay. So we'll be right back. Okay, so we just took our break, and during the break, you hit me with a really fucking weird video, man. Oh, no. And this video is one of the most insane, it's one of the most cringeworthy things that I've seen in a very, very long time. And I grew up, I'm, I'm 41 now, <laughs> but I grew up like as, as a knowledgeable late teens teenager- with the internet, I've seen a lot of cringeworthy shit, but this is really bad, man, because what you showed me was a cartoon, a cartoon that depicts, that depicts a, an older black man, older, older African, black American, older African-American male that, um, was essentially talking to some black American youths. Right. So and, this, this is a, a YouTube video. Yeah. It's a YouTube so video. Ahead. It's a cartoon depiction of an older african-american male and the way that the video cuts in is um it just kind of it zooms in on characteristics of the the older man he's got his own business he takes care of his family like he's a well 
put together citizen, right? Yeah. So for some context and for people that want to watch this, just go to YouTube, type in Carl Brown, and it should be the mountain bear version of Carl Brown. So there's several versions. (laughs) There are many versions. But Mountain Bear posted (laughs) this about a month ago. And there's relevance behind the bear reference that ties into the Owen Benjamin um, lane of comedy. Like that's all his, his little... Acolytes. They, so, so it has nothing to do with like like homosexuality and and bears and twinks and all of that. Um, not like you would think. No, but perhaps not. Not that they've conveyed. This okay. is more like if black people would just stop stealing bikes, then maybe they'd stop going to jail so much. Right. And, and, yeah, that's the video you showed. This me. is basically the video. Is a black guy voiced by Owen Benjamin, who's a white guy, and he plays the older black guy talking to the two young punks. And the two young punks stole this bike that they have with them. And they say, oh, here comes Carl Brown. Yeah. We better go because he's going to ask us. We got a receipt for our bike. Nobody yeah. asks that. Right. Pe- that's what you think black people say to each this, other? What this reminds me of is a, it's, I guess, a, a new type of uh, blackface. Oh, it's it, what it is. It's the most diet racism I've ever seen. Well, it's be, it's to, almost it's depicting it as if like an African American person is saying this to right. other African American people. Yeah. But very clearly, if you listen, you're like, that's Owen Benjamin. It's it's disgusting. Is what it oh, is. Oh yeah, yeah. And and I I I think it's really sad that there are a lot of elements in our society that have a voice now. You know, back in the '80s, back in the '90s, if you were racist. The only people who heard your voice were the other people in your family. Right. Or your your tight friend circle that were also racist with you. Right. And now you're able to go onto Twitter and it's so inflammatory, right? You're able to go on YouTube and Facebook and it's so inflammatory that people react to it no matter what side of the fence they're on. If they disagree with you, they they get angry at the post. And Facebook made it that way yeah. specifically for that. They yeah. ang- they angry react the post. And then they comment, and now your your post is going the viral. algorithm. Yeah. Well, and then the algorithm only shows you shit that you would also react to. Yeah. So, but what's important about this video that we've left out is not so much that they're perpetuating stereotypes and they're using like the well, if you took care of your kids and stayed home and didn't go out and do philanderous shit. Like it's really like the old conservative, yeah. like religious, like be a parent first. Be selfless, give of yourself, which yeah. aren't bad qualities in a person, but they're saying the reason why African Americans are struggling is because if you didn't act like an N-word, which is what they say in the video, if you don't yeah. if you don't want to be called an N-word, don't act like an N-word, which right. is basically saying like, yeah, we should call people N-words. If they're acting if they're acting like N-words, which yeah. I get I can I if I remove myself emotionally from the conversation, I can see the point they're trying to make, but it yeah. sucks. No, I mean the point they're trying to make is is people in poverty, right. okay? And and let's let's be realistic. I'm a minority and a lot of minorities are stuck in a, a poverty an impoverished situation. A cycle of poverty. Yeah. Um because a lot of it has to do with generational poverty as right. we talked about previously, but um if you're in poverty Thinking that way and 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 acting in in an impoverished manner, which is that I have to steal to feed my family. I have to steal to to or I have to do 
um, unlawful acts in order to survive. Right. You're, you're talking about how poverty breeds crimes of necessity that yeah. eventually spiral into just like, this is how we do it. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it becomes like crime becomes a lifestyle because there's no other like lucrative alternatives. Like, why don't you right. take yourself down to Walmart and get a job? Well, at seven twenty-five an hour there, huh? Owen, it's kind of hard to take care of a family. Like, well, maybe right. you shouldn't have so many kids. Well, it, it's kind of what I was talking about in the last episode where I talked about people from where I came from did not become interrogators. Right. Right. You know, it's like nothing cool like that happens. Right. It's you either you you go get a job as a mechanic or a welder. Or, right. And, and I'm disparaging those those. Somebody um, asked a mechanic and weld. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying like that is the thing. When I was a kid, uh, when I was a teenager, people used to say, Hey, if you get a job at USAA, you've you've made it. You've got it. And yeah. and I'm talking a job that pays you like fifty thousand a year. Like yeah. it's not that great. No, you know? it's not. That's terrible, actually. Yeah. So like well, I understand where they're going with it. Right. But well, the fact that you are you are where you oh man, it's it's hard to explain. But if you are in the position that you're in, you're a white man hmm. who has um been able to uh enjoy this this privilege that america has given you yeah um that <laughs> we can talk about white privilege in a little bit okay but this privilege that america has given you you should not give an opinion on oh yeah on where black americans are coming from oh yeah or where they're going right well it's tone deaf because it's like a white dude who lives in Idaho in a cabin with his wife and lives off the the, the earth, right? But yeah. previously got like Hollywood money to go mm. and do it. And now he uses a Patreon to basically survive off of. And he's built this little following where he's like, all you need is conservative values and you make a garden and you make your bed every day <laughs> and then you take care of your kids. Mike, dude, you're just talking about like, if you never had problems, this is how you should live. Yeah. But these people are like, what do you tell a kid who lives in like Queens or fucking the worst projects in Chicago or some shit like that? And then he, he was born into violence right? and a dad who beat him or parents who weren't there, or even a milder version of the shit like I went through. Yeah. Like it fucks you up. It stunts you and you don't have a good support structure to even de- to, to ride, to derive worth self worth to say, I deserve better. So for this guy who has never struggled in his life in any capacity, to go and say, you know what black people's problems are? And also, I'm going to just go ahead and say the N-word because I know it makes you upset because I think that's funny. That's I, what that guy's doing. I, I do want to play devil's advocate for a little bit, though, because I'm sure that he struggled in his life. No. Okay, No, he. everybody struggles in Comparatively? No, you're right. Relatively, but I'm saying, think about it like this. I, I really feel like the only things that you need to talk about, right, or that you should give what you consider an informed opinion about is things that you have gone through. Right. Informed equals I have experience. Yeah. This guy's like, I thought about it in my cabin in Idaho and right. I figured out what your problem is. And that's what makes this gross. It's It was disgusting to right. see it. And uh, I know that they're trying to be both like informative and funny. Right. But who's, there was nothing funny about that, man. So he thinks... I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt that he's like, oh, people will watch this video and be like, yeah, I shouldn't steal bikes. I should just stay with my baby mama and just have one woman with many kids. But really all you're telling other racist people is, isn't it funny how they suck 
And that's what your angle is. And then you yeah. also drop the N word in there saying like, it's okay also to think that the are, they are N words if they do continue that behavior, yeah. which is so goddamn egregious to me and not even well thought out. I went one layer deep on it and I went gross. It, it, so nobody else did that. It's horrible. I, I think, I think it's really, really sad that there are so many white Americans and I like to say black Americans, first of all, because I don't know what each individual wants to be called. Sure. Okay. But I do know that a lot of these uh, black Americans were not born in Africa. Sure. There's no reason to associate Africa. You're just making fun of me because I say African American all the time. For me, me, there's no reason to say African unless they're actually from Africa. If they want to be called that, I'll be happy to call them that. But I say black Americans because I've heard that more often than not. I think when a white guy starts a sentence with, well, the thing about black people is, it's very different than when he goes, you're right. Well, the thing about African Americans (laughs) is. Right. And no, also right. you, you can drop an N bomb in there and make it real crazy. So, okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's, that's, that's why I, so for reference, that's, that's why I say Hispanic or Latinx. Cause I'm like just a white dude who's got zero real problems in the world. My biggest yeah. problem is like, do people not like me? <laughs> Shut up. You know? Yeah. So like whenever somebody's like, if you could just say this, it would make me feel less of a piece of shit. I'm like, oh, I'm glad to help. But it's person to person, right? Like you can't, I mean, how are you mm. going to choose that? Well, I think, so not that this is tied together, but I think that people who get very upset with me because I didn't know they were a man or a woman just mm. at first glance and their like gender is ambiguous. I feel like I should get a pass. If I call you dude, I'm just guessing. You, you know? know, you know, what's really interesting is and that, maybe I still want to fuck. I don't know. Uh, and see, this is why the, this is a podcast for people with ADHD. Yes. Because I'm moving on to the next subject really quick. Anyway, fuck Carl Which Brown. Is, <laughs> Let's talk about transgender people. Yeah. Hey, if you want to look at that, that YouTube, go ahead and, and watch that video. Yeah. But I go will on say YouTube, this. Go YouTube, look let up Carl Brown hold Mountain on. Bear. Uh, hold on. Let, let, me, let me say this. If you look at that video and you watch that video, all you're doing is giving him the... Uh, uh, the motivation to make another fucking video. You can always hit a thumbs down on that too. It it doesn't make a difference. Does he's it? going to? I promise you, as somebody who's created content before, he's going to see his views and he's going to say that's that's what's important to ah, me. Ah, so he's YouTube a merchant of outrage. Say, then. Yeah, YouTube pays him for views. They don't that's pay true. him for thumbs okay, down. Okay, so then just thumbs up. If you need evidence. To see if we're telling the truth, yeah. Then you know where to find it. But if you don't want to support it, then that's that's a valid. That's. A- I would suggest to you from us, don't watch the video. What just did- listen to what I'm telling you. Start incorporating video into this. No, look, man, I don't, I don't. Look, I am not going to support that. Yeah. After watching that video, I think our view is the only one that should come from this podcast. So nobody else should watch that fucking video because it is disgusting. They're going to do it though. Because we're okay. telling them not to. Okay. And I think that's, that's like the human way. Yeah, right? for sure. Don't that's smoke fair. that weed. And you go, what? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to do it when you're gone. <laughs> yeah. So, so we need to, we need to um, uh, maybe Google search how to watch a video without giving an added count to it. I don't think. You know? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I could screen record it. Oh, we can steal the video. That's yeah. what we'll do. Yeah. Okay. So then we'll have to set so up we'll YouTube. So we'll use theft we'll to, to avoid <laughs> helping this man. <laughs> One crime to solve another. There you go. Right? right? Well, I think the main thing to take away from this is that Owen Benjamin is a grifting, like lying piece of shit. And he's just yeah. using this outrage bullshit. I've been obsessed with him because I know a guy, and we talked about this in this episode, Yeah. I think, the Carl Brown thing, didn't we? 
No, we, we talked about it. Um, in the episode that in we the lost. Episode that okay, we so lost, the episode yeah. that we lost, a guy, the reason why this Carl Brown video even popped up, there's a guy on my Facebook that used to do stand-up that I know yeah. that posts, he's a white guy, he's like 20, 22, something like that, says the N-word like all the time. And you're just like, hey, like, but you can tell he's like young, yeah. trying to push the boundaries, saying it ironically as if it's a catchphrase in his own little group of people. So Owen Benjamin is Big Bear. And he verifies all these like acolyte followers he has, wow. and they get bear names. Like this guy's name is I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say <laughs> this guy's name, but it's something bear. Something with a bear. With yeah. a bear in it. And then sure. in the video when you watch it, they call him bearaplegic bear, referring to a guy right. in a wheelchair, which is like a callback to something else because I've seen that before. So I've been doing a little bit of research about this because it's a very unique like niche like a group of guys that has their own vernacular. They have their own like ethics and morals. They believe in like conservative values. You marry a woman, you live off the earth. That's all not bad. But what they also believe is like the earth is like 6,000 years old. COVID's a lie. You don't need to wear masks. That's like they get dangerous. All all it it is though is it's a group of friends to be a shitty person around. Well, it's just, it's it's a a tribe of people. It's the same thing as as uh and i refer to toxic masculinity a lot it's the same thing as being around a bunch of toxic masculine men right who are like yeah i'm gonna go fuck that bitch and yeah you know, like and then you think you have to say that you, later yeah <laughs> and i mean that that's all it is it's a fucking circle jerk man yeah and i don't fucking participate in circle jerks well, let that be known right goddamn now i think it's for people who are like <laughs> i do I do like who don't say words. They That's just kind of make sense because yeah. here's the thing is that I do as, participate in circle jerks. Okay, here we go. All right. <laughs> I do want to make it known that as you said earlier, we lost almost two hours worth of content. I'm sorry. So we had to start over. Yeah. And so what that means is that we are now like two and a half drinks in. Yes. In, <laughs> in an hour into this podcast. You know, How are we an hour into this one? We, okay. All right. We're an so, hour and four minutes right. into so this. So that's like three hours worth of, of uh, drinking and riffing. Oh my All gosh. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so please, I, I honestly, this is straight from the heart. I beg of you, don't go watch that video. Or do. Don't, d- no, don't give them the satisfaction because that's, it. it's up to us to be able to, uh, to move away from that stuff because listen, Newsmax and all of those other oh, websites, yeah. all yeah. of that shit, they rely on you to click on it. Right. Yes, it's inflammatory. Yes, you want to yeah. argue against it. Yeah. Yes, you want to share it to your friends and say, look at this fucking dumb shit. Yeah. But it's up to us to ignore it yeah. and move on with the rest of our lives because all it does is put money in their pockets and it makes them want to add more content. Yeah, and you're not going to stop those diehards either. Like if you're a yeah. COVID denialist, you're not listening to me. No. You're not going to be like, oh, you know what? Harris said a couple words that made sense. Yeah. He doesn't participate in a circle jerk, which I respect. Right. And and that's why, like, on the podcast that, or on the, the, the stuff that we had deleted on accident, um, you talked about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, God. And I don't know much about the situation right now right. because I've really tried to stay away from politics, even though I well, was, like, really knee-deep into it. Well, yeah, we all had fucking, what's the word I'm looking for? Not PTSD, but it was, it was we were forced to care more than we normally would because the was current president, or the, per, the previous president was so egregious. Yeah. Like, Biden is so benign in comparison, it's, even it's, though you can criticize him for stuff. But what he said- vanilla. You said Marjorie, I'm sorry, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is a Republican representative from Georgia, 
she's starting like this freedom caucus thingy with um or not freedom it's like america first right like a group or legislative body basically to write like legislation with matt gates who's that representative from florida yeah. And he's he's being accused of like paying a seventeen year old for yeah, sex. See, I didn't I didn't even read about that. So yeah. Yeah. What so happened? the whole thing with that is just like, hey, somebody was like, that guy did this, right? And instead of him going, that's that's bullshit. I I, I didn't do anything like that. And then like devoting his life to trying to like basically disprove that. Yeah. He's like, I didn't do that shit. Anyway, is he still working? Yeah, so he's still traveling around doing stuff. He sp- he spoke at like a, a rally that's like pro Trump. He's a, just a pro Trump guy. So like these okay. people, they they go down this cult road, and so like anyone who's listening, I, that would be amazing, honestly. If you were pro Trump <laughs> and listening to this, what do you like about me? <laughs> like what? There's is nothing. it the hate that keeps you here? Yeah, like, just honestly. angry, just over right. there, just jerking off. And, and honestly, if you are, please, please come on the show. <laughs> you know what? That would be amazing. Yeah, to bring in a a hardcore Trump supporter, Dude. right, and talk to him, and then just mute the mic the entire right, time. <laughs> right, and just us trashing him. Yeah. yeah, they would never come back if that was the case. Doesn't matter. So these this group of people, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, she's a QAnon lady. Matt Gates, hardcore Trump guy. Um, they're starting this, this political movement that's basically rooted in, it's called America first. And of course, of course it would they, be. their, their goal is an American America is a nation with a border and a culture strengthened by a common respect for uniquely Anglo Saxon <laughs> political traditions. I feel like anytime oh you've got to say Anglo Saxon, yeah. like it's some kind of like, it sounds like it's an old instrument or like a chair from like the 1500s. <laughs> Like, don't try I to church an, it up, dude. I play an Anglo-Saxon. Right. Yeah. Oh, you put it next to the Anglo-Saxon. You know, like. I, I got first chair. Like, in the it's just white people shit. You're like, we just need a white America too, because I miss, you know, white baseball. But like, this this country is not uniquely Anglo-Saxon, right? But no. the people that believe in manifest destiny would beg to differ. It it is okay. Um. White Americans or white people in general, whatever the fuck that means. The right? white majority. Just, just pale skin, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, turn this country into what it, what it is now. Okay? No, no, no. Seriously. I get what let, you're saying. I get what you're saying. Let's fucking be real here, okay? And I'm Hispanic, okay? And I understand this, like, w- where are we right now? We're in Texas. This was Mexican territory. Definitely. Okay? Until we... Americans come in right. and they're like... This is ours. We're going to defend the Alamo and turn it into a bastion of freedom, yeah. even though this is somebody else's country. Yeah. It's a bastion of freedom. We took it, but it's ours. No, right. That's, and, yeah. and so that's why everybody's like, remember the Alamo, yeah. uh, the stars, well, the Texas are big and bright. It's remember oh, when, yeah. our other, yeah. when our brother's dad. Yeah. yeah it's and, and tribalism. So, so there is a lot of culture that, that white Americans have brought into, into America. We've turned it into... What it is now. You said we like you're one of them. No, I'm American. <laughs> and, you know, when I'm I, just kidding, bro. <laughs> you got so quick like, fuck you. Because, that's what I meant. Because when I was a kid, people used to tell me, you know, you're Mexican. And I'd say, no, man, I'm American first. People would tell you that? People would tell me that. You know what people would tell me when <laughs> I was a kid? <laughs> what? Fucking white boy. <laughs> and I go, that's pretty true. We grew up at, at the inverse schools. That's true. What it is. That's very true. <laughs> that's yeah. the wrong side. Well, we grew up at the same schools. I was just the white kid at you school. Are- <laughs> 
So like the the one white kid that came up to you, like, you're a Mexican, right? Like he's like a, the minority there, probably, right? No, 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 no. Oh, really? I went to a white school? I told you that. I didn't know that. Texas yes. is a white state. Are you kidding? I'm just kidding, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? I am kidding you. Sorry. Yeah. No. So I mean, I grew up in a white school. You grew up in a Hispanic school. Yeah. And so because of that, we're able to see each other's struggles. And because of seeing each other's struggles, we're able to see uh, other minority struggles and, and sure. other struggles around the world. And so that's why it makes us a little bit more worldly, right? We're yeah. able to to say, like, I don't know the whole story. And so we don't make videos like this fucking dickhead did where we say, I don't know the whole story, but you know what? Here's your fucking problem. This yeah. is why you are not where I'm yeah. at. Yeah, it's well, it's like I'm going to it's like I'm going to change your flat tire and you're Jewish, but I'm calling you a K word the whole time. I'm just like, K word, K word, K word. Maybe a few K words stop spending all your money on jewelry, you know, but, but I'm going to help cha- you. They're not even changing the, the, the tire. All right. they're doing is watching you change the tire and saying, this or is like, why you have a flat tire. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a bad analogy. I was just trying to make it better. <laughs> I was just trying to make it sound better than what we were saying because, I mean, what we witnessed, God, I wish I could play the video. It was, it was really bad, but I, I'm telling you, listen, anybody who's listening... Don't do it. We really have Don't a responsibility. Don't do it. We have a responsibility to ourselves right. and, and to the world to not up that that watch count, that view count by right. one. Don't do it. It's okay. not worth it. I mean, Matt Gates is probably going to watch it, though. So? I mean, he's got a big head. Fuck you, Matt. Yeah. I just like saying <laughs> negative shit about you. Isn't that fun to do? Like, when you don't like someone, you're like, and you're ugly. You know, like, <laughs> like, that's so petty. Because you know when, like, when Obama was president... Like my dad would be like, oh, Michelle Obama looks like a man. I was like, I guess I'm attracted to men then. Because <laughs> I thought she was pretty hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's just, I mean, but it's like petty shit you do when you don't like somebody, right? You, you know, go, oh, look, the way they look. I, I, like I've said before many times, I'm a centrist, okay? Mm. I don't think Michelle Obama is that hot. Really? I thought she was cute mm-hmm. and she, has a, she had a great figure. It's because you're short. She just- <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, she's, she's tall. I was going to say, she's, she's like got, 5'10. She's got great style. She carries herself very well. That ass. I mean, she's sexy. Yeah. But when it comes to just face, I didn't think she was that hot. I thought she was. I like hot. an underbite. You do like an underbite. I like you an underbite before. Yeah. I'm yeah. not sure why, except to like cup your balls while you Nah, it's meat. just when they smile, it's kind of cool. They're like. <laughs> Like you can't. This is why we need video. If you guys, if, yeah. If, if <laughs> the, the underbite smile is unmistakable. The listeners couldn't see this, but essentially he pulled his lower lip as far as it could go <laughs> from his upper lip. Like he just brought it like, down. You smile like yeah. like it feels good, but it hurts. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, mostly. But you just want them to know with the bottom teeth. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. But no, underbites are great. Michelle Obama is beautiful. Matt Gates is a garbage human, and so is Marjorie Taylor Greene. And if you think that a uniquely Anglo-Saxon po- political tradition belongs in America, then you should probably just go back to Europe or okay. Russia. I don't okay. know. Okay, well, look, you can say that if you want to, but again, being devil's advocate, I think this is good for America. Okay, and, and do, I will, do explain. Okay, I think it's good for America because there are a lot of Republicans out there who were only Trump supporters because he was a Republican candidate. Because they believe in things like fiscal responsibility and investing in the military and investing in oil, homegrown oil, homegrown industry and and relieving taxes. All of that stuff I can understand and appreciate. I'm not saying that I agree with everything, 
right? But I can understand it and appreciate it. You want America to grow and you want it to be better. But when you ally yourself with somebody who obviously, just like, like what you just read, obviously courts white supremacy, that's where you fucked up. And so I think it's good for America because all it's going to do is fracture the Republican Party. And the people who are believing all that shit are outing themselves as white supremacists, as nationalists, as so you say isolationists. It makes, them, it makes them visible. It makes them way more visible because there's nothing a criminal or or uh, a pervert wants less than uh, uh, a spotlight. Sure. Because they know that what they're doing is fucking wrong. So do you believe that there's people out there that exist that are like, feels good to be a bad guy, right? Like, yeah, I love sure. being a bad guy. Yeah. You think that there's people like that? Absolutely. Until it, until it affects their job. Okay. Until it affects their livelihood. I don't think anyone thinks that. I think everyone thinks that they're good despite what they're doing. They rationalize it in their head. I think there's people out there that'll be like, oh, yeah, I killed that baby, but well, I needed to get where I was going and you know what? It's okay. Like that's, I hit him with my car and that's just fine. And you know what? I would hit my wife if she did that too. Like, I think there's people that can rationalize anything and that they don't believe like, there's not like a, like there's the justice league, right? Yeah. There, there's not like a group of people who are like, I prefer to be in the villains version of that. Cause I don't watch enough comic book shit. You know what I mean? I think there's people out there that are generally just like, you, if you ask someone in the Taliban, like, do you think you're a bad guy? They're like, are you talking about America? Yeah. They don't believe that they're terrorists. They don't okay. believe that they're bad guys. You're, you're right. Uh, I guess what I was confusing what you said with being a badass. I think that there's a culture in America where being a badass is fucking, is like highly Okay, prized. you mean like being like an 80s action douche? No, like, well, yeah. Like Kyle Rittenhouse. Like punch all your problems. Kyle Rittenhouse got pulled into the being a badass um, mindset. The kid who went... Uh, over to the protest, took his AR-15, 17 years old. 17 years old, and he got pulled into that mindset of, I want to be a badass. Right. And and that is extremely destructive. So maybe you're right. Kyle Rittenhouse thought he was on the good side, on the winning side. Right. But he was absorbed into that being a badass mentality. Like, I'm going to go over there with a fucking gun right. and shoot anybody who attacks me. I mean, I think he thought he was protecting police, which is why I like that narrative. So like Kyle Rittenhouse is a 17-year-old kid who went to the, the protests in Minnesota and yeah. sh shot people. Yeah. And, and the cops were like, yeah, that's fine. You know? Right. So I, I don't like, I think his uh, thing is. Yeah. He went to, or he was from Illinois. Right. And I think his yeah. parents drove him. Yeah. And, and he went to um, Wisconsin. <laughs> his yeah. parents were like, yeah. So uh, back to parenting. <laughs> <laughs> Like, do you think you should hit your kids? I'm like, I, don't give them a gun. I think you shouldn't give them a gun if you hit them. Do you think his Do you think his parents hit him? I mean, I don't to think... To teach him that sort of violence? I think that kid is in, like... Because there's another video of him, like, beating up a girl. No shit. A girl, a high school girl. Like, a, like, like, it's a group fight, and then he jumps in and, like, hits, punches her and kicks her and shit. So his parents were not the sort to... Uh, to go and protest and like put a daisy inside of no. a, an AR. They're either beating everybody or he never got spanked. Like, I feel like it's the extreme of either two because like to me, like I was hit a lot. So I know like 
I also never really felt like I wanted to hit people. Yeah. But I know what it's like to be hit too. So it's like, don't do that. Where right. I feel like he's either somebody who was hit a lot and, and also like felt that in his heart of hearts. Like I was born with a genetic predisposition to be violent towards people. And I probably should have needed counseling or from an early age, but his parents were like, <laughs> I'm a hit him or I'm a buy him this matchbox set. Like they, <laughs> they would do way too nice things for him all the time and tell yeah. him it was amazing or they beat oh, the shit yeah. out of him. And they turned him into that shit. Yeah. But to me, like a parent who does nice stuff for their kids, but then also beats them, probably like driving him all the way to Illinois, my parents would be like, you can fucking walk. Also, <laughs> also, you have a gun? Never. Right. Right? So yeah. what kind of parent goes no parent, boundaries for my kid? What kind of parent drives their kid across state boundaries and to to and leaves them with a gun? To, to, right. With an AR-15. Yeah. To like that, honestly, yeah. The kid is seventeen. That mother should absolutely go to prison. And and it's hard for me as a parent to to look at other parents and say, "Hey, you fucked up. You need to uh, you need to go to prison." Yeah. Because I know that a lot of times we make really bad choices. Yeah. And we don't know that they're bad choices until we see the the outcome. Sure. But right? you're talking like about your child like does the wrong thing and like, oh fuck, I fucked up. Right. I didn't know that. Right. But you're t- you're talking about like This is very different. Yeah. So this is not like, oh, I shouldn't have given him that gun and then drew <laughs> and then drove him over yeah. to Minnesota. I, I saw I saw and, him with an AR fifteen yeah. and I was like, Yeah, you know yeah. he gets uh, in fights at school a lot. I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't like to me. This is like, oh, it's like the 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 well has been poisoned. Like this right. is not. There are way too many red flags. Yeah, this is a family yeah. of of deviants. You know, this isn't like a a regular kid like like a Jeffrey Dahmer, where his parents were like, we tried to love him, yeah, and he just kept eating the gays. <laughs> you know, like this isn't a confusing scenario. It's like, oh, it's very clearly like a family of like monsters, right? And I'm sure there's people like you don't even know his family. I'm like, I do know their son. And that's a byproduct of the environment. That's a good and it, point. And whether or not there's mental health stuff that's in play, because I know that's another like, stop blaming it on mental health. But like, okay, dude, at the same time, not everyone with a mental illness is a shooter, but yeah. people who shoot people up, you can't tell me perfectly fine mental person. Like he's yeah. just a bad guy. Yeah. I think that's crazy to just insinuate. Like that's just a regular person who does that no yeah. there's no way there's no way and i understand like there's we're barely making our way into like accepting people with mental disabilities or whatever or, men, or just general mental health issues like uh depression anxiety stuff like that right and how it affects us on the day-to-day like yeah. we're finally like okay this is real it's not just in your head there's well, no bootstraps there's but this steep learning curve sure but this kid is there's got to be like either it's a psychopath or a sociopath, like the ability to hurt without feeling remorse. Yeah. That's got to be an illness of some sort. And I'm, I'm yeah. sure there's a psychology major who's like, you fucking idiot. And that's fine. But understand that like when somebody says, this is why mental health is important in terms of the, the, the gun argument, that's why that's relevant. There's a problem with, with, with attributing it to mental health is that the rest of us who don't know Kyle, we see the images on social media. We see him at a bar wearing a shirt that says, uh, I forgot what shirt he was wearing, but it said something like, like uh, free as a, I don't know what the, but he got out is what he was uh, boasting about. Oh, so he got out of jail and was like, I'm free and LOL. Right. Exactly. Yeah, come and get me. Come and so, take it. 
we see all that and so obviously we're kind of pushed by by the national narrative to be like look at this fucking shitty person right and, and then everyone goes uh pattern recognition yeah he has a mental illness yeah. everyone i get that but who's better than that all of us Every single person yeah. who has the ability to think past layer one and go, yeah. not all black people steal bikes. You're, you're not. You're not wrong, man. Because I. Because I don't think at seventeen, at seventeen, would I have the anger in my heart? Like it's so. It's so hard and solid hmm. that I purposely, purposefully go and go and pick up a weapon, right from a friend or whatever, and I say, "Hey, ma, drive me across." across state lines yeah. so that I can go and shoot somebody if they go and attack the police. I think that if you have the kind I of can't. environment where the, your parents support that narrative and yeah. they're kind of drilling at home, yeah. cops are heroes. And I'm not saying they're oh, not. Oh, you want to make them proud. Right. And so if your hate is tied to, because you're talking about to the level of- as a human. Sure. You don't see, you stop seeing people as people and you start seeing them as the enemy. It devalues their value of as a human being. Like, yeah. well, it devalues their value, stupid. But you know what I mean. <laughs> but, but no, I know what you're saying. You you look at those those protesters as what is right. killing. They're America. gonna bust up those stores and they're gonna fucking ruin America. They're yeah. the problem. They're the problem. Like everyone thinks they have a solution. Owen Benjamin thinks he's got a solution for African American poverty. He's gonna make right. this video. Make a fucking cartoon. Right. Does he think he's a bad guy? Probably not. Is he? We could probably figure out a way to explain okay. it to him, right? So when you said that, thinking about the bad, or like, am I a bad guy? Yeah, you're you're right. Right. I mean, all of the villains in, in all of our popular culture, right. like uh, Marvel comics and video games. Something and, shitty and movies, always fucking happens to them. That, that person always thinks that they're doing the right, right thing. Right. That breaks their ability to discern between right and wrong. Right. Like uh, the, damn it, what was the movie we were just watching? There's a Marvel movie. It's a German guy, and he betrays the Avengers. Fuck. I'm doing a real the horrible job. No, it's like <laughs> Zellner or something like that. Zellner. Anyway, he's a German dude. Like the the, It's when the Avengers were being held accountable for all the dist- collateral oh, damage yeah, and people yeah, dying. Yeah, yeah. He lost his family. It radicalized him, made him a bad guy. And then okay. they go, beat him up, and then he dies. You know, And it, they don't talk about how he got radicalized and that oh, we could have okay. stepped in. Like I feel like there's... Moments in time when a person goes from transitions from regular or normal or just neutral in the battle of good and evil, and they cross over to that bad spectrum because they view you as the enemy because of something that happens to them. Like it's more complex. Like I'm, I'm dumb. I'm so dumb. And you shouldn't take what I'm saying as like, this is a psychiatrist. It's just an (laughs) observation as a regular person who has to live in America with everybody else and I'm not making a video about it. <laughs> like, you know what black people need? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. just saying this is my observation that I'm trying to understand my fellow man. Well, you're, you're not being accusatory. No. What, what you're really doing is you're, you're able to go inside yourself. And, and this is, I think, what a lot of people should do. Go inside yourself and see what are my real feelings on this. If you say... I don't like black Americans. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. That's an amazing <laughs> conclusion. Like, all right, let's you, take some time. Let's figure this out. But 30 you, seconds in, I'm racist. Can you imagine that person, though? Can you imagine that person, though? What a some, simple person. Who does some introspection. He's not simple, though, because he's doing some introspection. So listen. Okay. If he says, I don't like black Americans, why don't I like black Americans? And he looks back and he sees at eight years old, 
you know, some he was walking down the street and a black American tripped him and now he got skin knees and he hates black people for the rest of his life. Um Did you talk and, to my dad or something? <laughs> Sounds familiar, the story. So but I'm saying like you're able to go back and, and I think there are too many people in America who don't do that introspection well, and aren't able to step out of themselves and look at it objectively and say, Why right. do I feel like white Americans are superior? What is going on inside of me? To, to feel that. Right. So I guess that gives merit to the claim that like mainstream media might be a cause for division in the country. But at the same time, you've got to drink the Kool-Aid that they're, yeah. they're giving you, right? So right. if you're not drinking the Kool-Aid, which is something I heard a Trump supporter say to somebody else, you're drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm like, what? You? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're doing it? <laughs> Damn, what are you drinking then? Nothing. Freedom Coke. Freedom Coke. Freedom Cola is what they serve at my church, brother. Let me tell you what, red, white, and blue is my nicknames. What they call me? Like, no, he fucking, call call, red, fucking calls you that. You. Hey, what's up, red, white, and blue? No one loves America more than you. I can't. They call me Bompa. I can't. That would be a way more acceptable nickname. They call me red, white, and blue. Why? Because I'm always eating Bompops. I got diabetes, <laughs> and I don't give a fuck at all because it tastes good. Yeah, like that is an acceptable reason. Yeah, no, that would be but cool. to be like because I love the idea of America. More than the people in the country. You're not a good person. You're not better than everyone else. You're not even a patriot. You're an idea. You're just obsessed with an idea, which yeah. makes you kind of a cultist. Oof. It's true. You can't argue. Well, you can, but just come here and do it. <laughs> if you would like to argue, please send an email to... I, w- I would love to, to interview a, a real honest-to-God racist who is not embarrassed to be a racist. Right. But that's the thing is like every single one I've ever tried to talk to, I'm like, hey, you should come on my show. They're like, all right. And then it comes time to record and they go, I got to go be racist. Bye. Did, did you see that video recently of a woman who uh, the video was going all, all over uh, Viral? social media? Yeah. And she went to a Walgreens. Okay. I think it was a Walgreens or a C- CVS. Drugstore. <laughs> I can solve all your problems with my drugstore lexicon. That's funny. She uh, she goes into the Walgreens or CVS, the drugstore. Yes. And she is having an issue with the cashier. Cashier is like, hey, we can't return that um, feminine hygiene product because you've already used it. Whatever the case may be. This tampon doesn't and absorb she, that well. Yeah. <laughs> she uh, is arguing with the cashier. And then uh, I'm sure that the uh, couple behind her were probably like, come on, lady, get out of the way. We, we need, want to pay for our stuff. Right. It was probably something like that, because every time you watch these videos, it's out of context. Well, you it's get like it right in the middle of they it. start recording right when they're like this piece of shit. Yeah. Like it's never the part where you're like, wait, it's the piece of shit recording. Who's a piece of shit. Right. So so we need to understand that we don't get the full context of sure. these things and, and take it that way. But anyway, this lady turns and she immediately starts berating this couple as and and just calling them dirty and and they're they're muslim and this is why my country this and this is why my country that and i mean i don't think unrelated couple who is just like i'm looking for shampoo and she's like this is why (laughs) the towers fell on 9 11 and i don't think i have to explain to you what race this woman was which is how bad it's gotten oh definitely hispanic (laughs) <laughs> definitely that definitely sounds like some shit your people would do not white people though i don't have a people man oh my bad i'm american well i own, i guess we don't all own people huh? <laughs> no you're right though it's definitely i think about when these these stories are told to me i just yeah. imagine my stepmom 
doing that because that's what she does. <laughs> she does stuff like that all the time. And I just go, Fuck. You know, and, and I used to think that, like, America was getting great because I, I talked about it earlier when I talked about, like, how um, uh, Michael Jackson came out with that song, It Doesn't Matter If You're Black or White. Yeah, and everyone's right? like, we agree. Yeah, and like, um, But if you're Muslim. Like, like that song. Yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was great. All of that that love and, and harmony between all of the races and saying yeah. like when I was a kid, we used to talk about how America was the greatest melting pot in the world. Yeah. And that, that was like a, a big thing for us. It did and feel like racism was not was declining. Declining. That's yeah. the, that's a better way to put it. Cause I remember even in high school, like not knowing races, like, man, I don't know any races. Yeah. Like I was all happy. Like, I don't know any, <laughs> no, but it, like it was kind of cool to think like, I'm glad I didn't grow up in that time. Like right. I'm glad that I'm grad. I'm you're ver- you're I'm, a graduate. I'm of graduating a, of a into the idea was, of yeah. having a diverse friend group. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I loved that I had a diverse friend group though because yeah. and I, I talk about this in in uh, when I do stand up sometimes like you don't like having a culturally different group you'll yield different life lessons like white no. people are naturally passive aggressive we don't we don't tackle problems head on we we do it very like by the hush hush or we don't talk about it at all. Like if it's your parents, they'll be like, you know, Billy, you've got to just, you've got to stop eating your boogers. You're 15, (laughs) you know? And you know, the neighbors saw you do it on the lawnmower instead of mowing the lawn. They paid you to mow the lawn, not eat your boogers. (laughs) Like that's, that's like a white person way to do it. And then the kids like, shut up, mom. You don't even know. Like the kids all like it's not my boogers, my my boogers, my choice. Right. And then as you become an adult, like you, you're the booger eater guy. Like, (laughs) right. Like your friends still hang out with you and they talk about you. They go, yeah, hair's always eating his boogers though. Like, and then have you seen me eat his boogers? Dude, I can't believe he eats your boogers. (laughs) Someone gets you a t-shirt because that's your thing. Yeah. Yeah. But if you have black friends when you're 14, they go, man, why are you eating your boogers and shit? (laughs) And you stop eating your boogers. And now I'm going to leave it open to see if people go, was that you eating your boogers? (laughs) (laughs) I will say this. I will say this. I, uh, I think we've talked about this before. Did we? The the one stereotype about black Americans that I love is, is that they are very sassy. Oh, because they're honest. it, It Yes. They're honest with you about your shortcomings and they make yeah. it fucking funny, well, man. But they say, yes. They there, make it so fucking funny. There is no group, and I'm sorry, Filipinos, but there's no group that's just more naturally talented at being entertaining than yeah. African-Americans. No, like, I, I know I, a lot of people be like, well, what about Filipinos? And but, they will fucking roast you all goddamn day, oh and you just stand there yeah. and you laugh because yeah. it's funny even if it's about you. Like, I think African-American pedestrians are funnier than most white comics. <laughs> <laughs> man, I call them pedestrians. <laughs> Like your average African American is hilarious. Like yeah. the guy that called me out recently and that made me think about this bit is like, I, I work with a guy he in a capacity where we're peers. Okay. So I had to call and ask him for help. Yeah. And he didn't get my call. He calls me back and I answer my phone because I'm, I'm on the clock at work, but I'm technically just in my bathroom. <laughs> and I go, this is Mr. McDonald. Yeah. And he goes, man, you ain't got my number saved in your phone. And I, I didn't, Yeah. but I knew who, like I just from memory, I was like, I don't have it saved in my phone. But because he called me out on it, I saved his number and I was like, oh, that matters to him. Yeah. So it's not weird afterwards. I saw him and I was like, that was pretty funny when you called me out, man. He's like, how long we got to be friends for, man? What the fuck? You don't like me? No, it was fucking hilarious. Right. And the problem yeah. was solved and we're better friends because of it. Yeah. Where like a white person like, 
it doesn't even save my fucking number. It's, it's I'm like, not going to help you, man. Yeah. You don't even save my number. Like that's what white people do. They take offense to everything. Like you don't respect me the way that I respect God. Fuck you. Yeah. You know? They'll and turn around and, and tell their wife, you know, can you believe this guy? He yeah. doesn't even have my phone. And they'll hang out with you and they'll go to Christmas parties and they'll, they'll like your Facebook statuses. But deep down inside, they're like, I fucking hate that he doesn't say my, my number in the phone. Like, yeah. stop doing that shit, white people. And that's why we can't <laughs> talk about shit either, like politics and religion. Because when I was coming up, my parents were like, you don't talk about that? And they didn't say because other people can't deal with it emotionally. <laughs> They were just like, it's rude. So I was like, okay. Yeah. And so I was just super dumb until I was like 31, until I started paying attention. I think that's a really good point that there really is nothing wrong with talking about politics. No. There's nothing wrong with talking about religion. Talking about anything. Just be cool about yeah. it. Well, just like, you don't be have respectful. To, you don't have to fly off the handle just because somebody doesn't agree with you. Yeah. I bought a car from a guy recently right. who was a Trump supporter. Oh, and does he have um, a red hat on? <laughs> no, he didn't. No. But but he did this. He, he did have a red car. Like we were, <laughs> we were uh, uh, tying um, the the car down to his trailer because I said, "Hey, we need to take it and, and this and that," and he was tying it down um, because, as you know, I I happen to like classic cars. Mm-hmm. So he was tying it down, and then he he whispers to me. He goes, "Hey." Who did you vote for? And I was like, what? I knew as, as soon as he said that in that whispering voice. He said, hey, what? Who did you vote for? Shut the fuck up. Because as, as soon as he said that, I knew, of course you voted for Trump because you're fucking embarrassed to say it out loud. He goes, hey, I noticed you were brown, <laughs> but I'm still interested in friendship if you have the same political views. Right. What a fuck. Yeah, what and so fuck. so what I had to do was I had to like I'll sell you this car. Back. I had to walk <laughs> it back, and I said, you know, things have been crazy over the last few years, but I, I'm not a Trump supporter. But listen, let me tell you this. You know, I, what I a like, way to like just you just kind of like laid him to sleep like yeah, a little baby. Like, it's all right, don't hey, worry, man. About it. Listen, Rocco, <laughs> la 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 la. I'm still going to buy the car. I'm still going to buy the car yeah. from you and yeah. at the agreed upon yeah. price. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a liberal, it's 10000 extra. Right. Oh, Jesus Christ. For um, my taxes. But like, we don't have to argue about it all the time. Just avoid the subject if, if you know that they're going to be combative about nobody's it. Nobody's arguing in public. And if they are, those people are monsters. Like, think about oh, it. Anytime that you feel like, and there's a person there. Yeah. Are you like, hey, fuck you? No, you just feel that emotion and you kind of try to chill it out a little bit and see if yeah. you can say something. If you can't, you leave, yeah. right? Or maybe, I don't know, you do different shit. Yeah. Maybe you do different shit. I don't do different shit. Maybe you I, do, di- I'm just kidding. No, I'm I'm but, very, I'm not passive aggressive. Right, but I'm most people aren't it. trying to fight on the internet like or fight in real life like they do on the internet. Nobody's I, calling you a libtard cook in real life because you've maybe it's Texas. You have a gun. I don't know. I, like I've said before, man, my mom raised me up with a lot of fuck them. That's and true. So like you did say you that know, before. If, if somebody tells me something like that, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck them. Fuck them. Move on. With fuck them. They're gonna man. vote to you know exterminate Except- my race, but fuck them. <laughs> well, what am I gonna do? Am I gonna vote sit to there exterminate his? Can- <laughs> no, I vote yes. all the whites except hair. I vote, but I'm saying like, no matter what. If somebody believes in something that vehemently, they're they are not going to change their opinion. No, absolutely. Based on on your arguments, right. no matter how many facts you 100% have. 100% agree with that. That's it. So but then, but at the same them. time, I feel like and this is just me, it's a lot more fun 
if you pretend to be whatever they are. Oh, that is fun. Have you done that? Good. No, I did that in a, in a Uber. I'm sorry, in a Lyft a couple times. Really? Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm white. So they'll just be like, you know, it's bullshit what Biden's doing. I'm like, yeah, fuck that guy, man. You know, <laughs> just all creepy and old, right. like Trump's not. And yeah. I don't say that part. And they're like, yeah, I know. You know, like real Americans, you were in the military. I'm like, yeah, dude. You should, you should definitely throw in things that Trump has done and be like, you remember when fucking Biden said grab him by the pussy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, Do that. I would just say shit like... And then record it. You know, I just think people are just too soft nowadays, man. You know, what What are our bootstraps for unless we're going to just pull ourselves up on it? <laughs> like, just buy into it, you know? At this point, I think we should just start shooting the Mexicans and then just watch them kind of yeah. like... Like, some of them be like... I'm never going to not say no to what you're saying. And then you have to shrink back and go, Jesus, like, (laughs) I didn't know you were that level of monster, but a lot of them will be like, Whoa, like, see, I'm this, the sort of person that if somebody says something like that, I know you like to fuck with people. Not usually. But for me, I like to make a point and say, no, man, I I don't, I don't agree with that stuff, but it's okay if you're okay with that. Well, I think it's because you believe that it could be a learning moment. And I'm in my head, just like these people, I just have to wait for these people to die. (laughs) Because there's no way that one car ride with me, they're like, you know, that liberal really did make some sense. He is a person, too. I think he's going to be like, I met a good liberal once, but most of them are trash. Votes to the right. That's fair. You know? So I just yeah. go, isn't it cool how we can just shoot anybody? And they go, fuck yeah. Yeah. Did did we or did we not start off with uh, 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 corporal punishment? <laughs> Did we or did we not record three to four hours of material today and then try to remember it off memory? (laughs) So I hope people are comfortable with that. I mean, we did talk about corporal punishment, I believe. (laughs) I believe. But at this point, we're an hour and 40 in. Yeah. And I don't remember what we said about it. (laughs) And I remember I was like, we should talk about the topic of dating transgender women after that. And I made mention a little bit of transgender people. And so people are like, that's weird that he brought that up. And then we just went into an hour of like, (laughs) of like, this is how you talk to people. (laughs) So I think, I think what we should do is let's end it with this. Okay. Okay. Next week. I think I'm, I'm inviting you here. Okay. To discuss your relationship problems. Oh my God. With, <laughs> with your, Jesus. With my parents? Sure. Uh with everybody. Okay. And then and Do then I have to bring them turn. with me? <laughs> Show up with all three of my dads. You said to be here. No, I look, I'm he talking is Japanese. about I'm talking about intimate relationships. Oh man. Intimate relationships because it's hard. It's hard in this day and age okay. to have a uh, a a good intimate relationship and and to let go of something that you know, because right now we have so many options, right? We have this this ocean of options. We've got Tinder, we've got Match, and all of these different yeah. apps to be able to completely dehumanize somebody by just looking at their picture and swiping left. Yeah, you it's, know, it's like trying to fill a position at a job. Yeah, I and 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 it's not good. So what I'm saying is that when you find a person that you have even a remote connection with. You fucking hold on for dear life. Yeah, because that's how badly we've, that's how bad off we are as human beings in terms of like accepting rejection Yeah, or failure. And so what I invite you to do is talk about your personal relationships on the next thing. And and I will discuss mine as well. And if any of the listeners are are, uh, interested in, in us talking about their own relationships, and by the way, 
uh, as as we've spoken about before, I am an interrogator. If you want to send text messages that your significant other has sent you that you feel are deceptive, send them. I'll analyze them and I will tell you on this podcast what it sounds like to me. Good Lord. Okay. <laughs> Middleclasstrashpodcast at gmail.com. Wait, wait. That's I haven't said the podcast yeah. email in so long. It's middleclasstrashcast at gmail.com. You don't even know. That's true. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure one of those two is right. Middleclasstrashcast at gmail.com. That's 100% right. Middleclasstrashcast at gmail.com. I'm going to change it because that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because, well, I mean, we're in, so for people that are listening, they're like, I like middle class trash podcasts. Like, we're going through like a gestation period where we're kind of changing. That's so hot. I've gestated uh, Demas into my. Thinking about you gestating is extremely enticing. I just like saying it because I know it's kind of tied to birth. (laughs) That's it. So it's cool to say words that you only kind of like remotely have an idea of what I've you, been how do present you... for three births. And so I think it's kind of, that's true. So this, this is going to be more than a semi-permanent thing and something that we try to do on the regular. Yeah. And we're even going to rename the podcast, rebrand it, everything. But this is just yeah to continue the, the brand, I guess. Right. Without so, the brand at all. So <laughs> continue, you, continue the message. Thank you for listening. And thank you for listening through the gestation period. Right. You know, because there will be some adjustments that are that need to be made. And, and you know, we're we're trying to figure this out because we both have kind of big personalities. Huh. Right. And so I'm we're weird trying to figure this out. <laughs> Stop saying. <laughs> uh, uh, so so just bear with us. Listen with us. Yeah. Hang out with us and, you know, submit questions, uh, comments, concerns. Yeah. Um, just like you would to HR and. And, we and, will take care of them. And just know this, uh, and it's on a personal level for me. If you motherfuckers <laughs> send emails because Demas said so, and not when I asked for like 30 weeks, I'm going to be really fired. <laughs> when he said it, it was more convincing. I didn't know it was middle class trash cast. I thought it was middle class trash. Right, that's what it is. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Just we'll kidding. see you all next just time. Just kidding. Until next time. Love you. Bye.